Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins, thank you very much for being here. Um, Russia collusion, it's back. Golly. And better than ever before. Right. All right. We'll so get to when that. you've had success, the sequel has got to work just as well. But right? now it's a trilogy. Yeah. That's right. It's a trilogy now. You want to just start with that? Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, now, okay. now that it Here looked, we go. Yeah, now, now that it's basically done on the Republican primary side, I mean, it was done before the South Carolina primary, but it's over. Uh, Trump is going to be the nominee. And mm-hmm. so now media has moved on from covering the horse race aspect of a primary to now uh, highlighting the idea that Russia is going to interfere in the 2024 election. Stop <laughs> me if you've heard this one before. Uh, National yep. Security Advisor Jake Sullivan is more than happy to resurrect the Russian interference theory for a third consecutive presidential cycle. Here's a back and forth. He was on Meet the Press. As you know, the intelligence community has said that in 2016 and 2020, Russia interfered in the United States presidential elections. Are there concerns or is there even evidence that Russia is planning to interfere in the 2024 election, Jay? I can't speak to evidence today, but I can tell you, of course, there are concerns. There is a history here in presidential elections uh, by the Russian Federation, by its intelligence services. And there's plenty of reason uh, to be concerned. And this is not about politics. This is about national. Security <laughs> is about a foreign country, a foreign adversary mm-hmm. seeking uh, to manipulate the politics and democracy of the United States of America. We're going to be vigilant about that, and we will engage the Congress on a bipartisan basis because this should be above and beyond politics. Okay. <laughs> At the same time, John Brennan, former CIA director, was on MSNBC talking the same sort of nonsense. Okay. When you're talking about a foreign adversary interfering in the election, it should be our own intelligence community. Because if you remember the reporting from Matt Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger within the last two weeks, that of course legacy media doesn't pick up on at all, kind of pulled the curtain back a little bit. And I know this gets a little bit deep in the weeds, um, but man, it's important. And it was Schellenberger on Fox talking about there's two different things going on right now, and there's a file that's been kept secret that we still haven't seen. Yeah, that's right. There's actually two separate intelligence scandals here to, for people to keep in mind. The first one happened earlier in 2016, where our sources, multiple sources, tell us that Brennan oversaw manipulation of our foreign allies to basically entrap Trump associates to create the pretext for the FBI investigation of Trump's supposed com- alleged collusion with Russia, which we now know is debunked. The second thing is... Yeah. Uh, the legacy media. Debunked. Okay. Uh, Almost a year later, Brennan orchestrates a phony intelligence assessment that comes to the opposite conclusion of what their own raw intelligence, their best intelligence was showing. These are two massive, massive intelligence scandals. What we're witnessing is the political corruption of both intelligence gathering and intelligence analysis by John Brennan. And these documents, we have been told by multiple people, still exist. They're at the CIA. They need to be released. They're probably part of this large 
larger binder which may have the other documents to support both the, the evidence of both of these scandals. And if we had a real media that was just out to tell people the truth of what's going on, they would report on that. But we yeah. don't. It's propaganda. And it was on full display again this weekend. With the Russia stuff, well, we have to yeah. be concerned. Well, and how many studies have been done over the years now, especially since 2016? So now you're talking about the better part of a decade. Mm-hmm. That have said that the, yeah, the Russians probably did have these troll farms and whatnot. Yeah. Seeking to uh, uh, interfere or influence people. But there is no evidence that there has never been any evidence that sharing a bunch of memes on Facebook or whatever actually influenced people to vote one way or the other. There there is for all the people who are like, trust the experts, trust the science, the experts and the science say there's no evidence that it worked, that it did anything. But they keep parroting the same stuff over and over. Yeah, from the party that wants every illegal to be able to vote. Right. <laughs> really interesting. Speaking of which, and switching gears, uh person here illegally that murdered, allegedly, the college student in Georgia. Oh, terrible, yeah. yeah. Uh, 22-year-old Lakin Riley is a nur- or was a nursing student. Uh, she was murdered. She was out for a jog. And uh, uh, according to the cops, 26-year-old Jose Antonio Ibarra, uh, killed her, beat her to death. Um, now, he's from Venezuela. He illegally crossed the border in September of 2022. Uh, Immigration and Customs Enforcement say that he had also been arrested last year in New York, charged with acting in a manner to injure a child less than 17 and a motor mm-hmm. vehicle license violation. He also had a criminal history in Georgia. But because uh, of local jurisdictions, sanctuary jurisdictions, uh, never hand it over. This is a bad guy who never should have been in this country, should have been booted the first time he was arrested, wasn't. And now he has allegedly murdered a nursing student in Georgia. And it sounds strange to applaud this at all, but at least some of legacy media, like Good Morning America mentioned that people are questioning why he was here. And the murder of this young woman has students grieving, and now state officials are asking questions about how her accused killer got in the country in the first place. Yeah. Well, you want me to tell you how? He walked in. Well, right. What do you mean, how did he get in? The El Paso guy? area. Yeah. And That's a local dumb line. police yeah. talking. Investigations suggest that they had no relationship. Uh, he did not know her at all. Um, I think this was a crime of opportunity. Just awful. Awful. Did you see the AP headline covering this? Yeah. Yes, give that. Unbelievable. They they wrote an, uh, the art, the piece is about her being murdered. Yes. And then the warning is for women who jog alone. That's yeah. it. Yeah, nothing about who killed her. Here illegally. No, she was nothing. killed at, while we sh- well, she was out for a jog. So let's make sure that we do the tips for women who jog alone or suggest they don't. Remarkable. It was. And you it got is. CNN today saying there's little evidence illegal immigrants uh, and crime uh, ha- walk hand in hand. Little evidence. Yeah. Do they not have people that can look up things actually <laughs> online? I, you don't listen, man. Are they that short-staffed? If you're sitting there on the fence going, I don't know whether to trust the media or not, you shouldn't. No, not at all. You shouldn't. Not at all. All right, more on that a little bit later. Then, okay, in Michigan, 
Democrats there. What's the story, David? Yeah, because was, we just saw Gresham Whitmer on is that from yesterday. Yeah. Did you see her? Uh, Has she got work done or something? Um, well, she may be getting ready to replace Kamala Harris. Well, what's going on? And she had this black and white getup. She yeah. looked like Cruella Deville. Well, her, yeah, the, the she had surgery. Yeah, surgery to enlarge her forehead. Holy mackerel, <laughs> man! Well, w- with the Michigan primary coming up, there's a movement to abandon Biden over his support of Israel. MSNBC talked with people who are part of the abandoned Biden organization, and it's just about as unhinged as you might think it would be. <laughs> oh gosh! Okay, roll it out. You cannot keep killing people with our money and just keep thinking that, oh, we are stupid enough to elect you again because we'll fall in line. We'll forget. How can you, how can, like, this is an insult to me as a voter. If you don't want a Trump presidency, then. Hold on a second. They're talking about what's happening in Gaza. Yes. Our money being used to kill people there. And you need to stop. Yeah. Holy smokes. Are you not worried about what he could do domestically to this country? I am. You know, it's like a vaccine. I'm willing to take short-term pain for a long-term gain. I'm willing to uh, uh, let go of Joe Biden and oppose Joe Biden, make him a one-term president, punish Joe Biden by making him a one-term president and pairing his loss with the genocide in Gaza. Why does our democracy, why is having a Trump presidency... As far as the genocide in Gaza, when someone says something like that, there's no one there to challenge them? That's no. absolute nonsense. Well, no. Remember, it's MSNBC, so they agree right. with it. <laughs> they do. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> why does our democracy, why is having a Trump presidency more important than those people's lives? Yeah. Why is our democracy more important than thousands of men, women, and children being killed? I'm almost... I mean, I shouldn't be surprised no. that someone would say something like that, especially like in a gathering... But actually, when you know it's on broadcast and yeah. you're just saying it, okay, so we should be more concerned about the people in Gaza than the people in this country. Mm-hmm. That's what you're saying? You're more concerned about the people in Gaza because your whole motive is being exposed by your own words. It's insanity. Holy smokes. Meanwhile, good news. There is some good news out there, especially yeah. if you're an AT&T customer. I am. You know, massive outage last week. Yeah. Had a lot of people freaked out. Yes. Well, they're going to be reimbursing customers for that. Well, that's the right thing to do. I'm glad to hear that. I think a lot of people sort of felt that way. Like, hey, you know, you got to do something there, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, come on, make it right. And and they are. Um, They're going to be giving everyone uh, $5. $5? $5. Eat it. Four pounds sand. $5? Yeah. People lost... Hundreds, if not thousands of dollars, because they couldn't do business. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's better than a kick in the teeth, Scott. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think I'm just going to save this. Did you see any of this coverage this morning on I... AT&T giving people five bucks? Um, no. Okay. Um, it was covered in the very beginning of Good Morning America, and I think you're going to love this little piece of audio talking about the $5 reimbursement. We'll get to that and a news update much more straight ahead right here.
I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try soon. Harry's is available online and in-store at a retailer near you. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash refresh. That's harrys.com slash refresh. Or check us out at your local Costco for a price you can't find anywhere else. Just look for the Chrome Razor with 13 blade refills at your local Costco. You can't miss it. Exclusive to Costco members. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, a Pfizer vaccine. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine. It can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, so you mentioned that AT&T had that massive outage last week. Wanted to make it right and reimburse customers. Well, good. It was $5. That's an insult. Stop. Don't even do it. Just put $5 in my name and give it to some charity. Oh. (laughs) Seriously. Interesting because the beginning... Of Good Morning America, the big open. Yeah. I mean, it had me thinking, man, it's going to be some dough here, right? And Strahan had the call. Oh, boy. Roll it out. Show me the money. <laughs> AT&T reimbursing customers after last week's major outage. Who qualifies and how to get that money? <laughs> how to get that money. That show, money. Show me the show, money. Sweet, sweet cash. <laughs> show me the money. <laughs> Here's a fiver. Golly. <laughs> what? I'm going to make it rain. I sat through 20 minutes of your crappy morning news program to get to $5? Where did they come it up with that? $5 with my time to sit through that propaganda. Where did they come up with that number? Just draw two or three numbers out of a hat? $2, $3, $5. Well, the spokesperson from AT&T said in these troubled times, $5 means a lot to a lot of people. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. You're asking me questions I don't know the answer to. I don't know how they came up with five dollars. Did they really say that? No, I'm joking. Oh, okay. I was like, I, was, <laughs> I thought you were serious. I thought you were I serious. Too. Like, no. Five dollars could mean a lot to a lot of people. Because that, so you're like, how'd they come up with the number? Like, I know. I don't know. How do I know? I don't know. But you got me on that one. I'll be honest. <laughs> I could see some spokesperson saying that. I suppose, man. If I'm to imagine it, and I don't know this, obviously. 
you're sitting around, you know, the think tank, the heads of marketing, and they're saying, what what would mean something to somebody? Well, we can't go just $2. That's too little. Oh, yeah. $7, all of a sudden, you know, somebody that's looking over the fine, $7, do you know how much that will cost the company? <laughs> yeah, but it costs some people thousands and thousands of dollars in their business and everything else. How about five? Five is the threshold. We can't go four ninety nine, but five dollars means something. I have you, no idea. I'll bet you they apply it to your bill. There's okay. no way it's cost effective to mail out five dollar checks to every customer of AT and T. Well, no, I don't think so. I think you're going to do that. Probably just you know you're going to get a five dollar credit. Be my guess. Yeah, I'm not AT and T, so I didn't actually take the time to read all the fine print. Give me a couple of footlongs from Subway. Send me a certificate for that. There you go. Later on, Strahan did say it'll get you a cup of coffee. <laughs> Maybe. Well, thanks, Mike. Well, it depends on what kind of coffee. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know. Um, you know, this is what's frustrating to me is we you know oftentimes rail against legacy media, call it corporate media, whatever. I will say this, at least the Wall Street Journal and New York Times had stories over the weekend about this, I mean, troubling story. Instagram, Meta, Facebook, that employees there knew they were facilitating child exploitation. They knew it. Some sounded the alarm. I was reading this at Hot Air. David Strom had this story that they decided to do nothing to stop it. And it says there is real money to be made selling sexualized images of kids. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Um, so the stories were about Instagram's conscious decision to promote a feature that connects pedophiles to children posting racy content. Now, it does say none of the content appears to be actual kiddie porn with nudity, sexual acts like that, but it's softcore pornography and can include explicit sexual text messaging between kids and predators. Hmm. Okay, so it goes into detail on that and then said employees blew the whistle on the problem and proposed solutions to it, but Meta rejected the suggestions and expanded the program. They instead created a program to seek out and prevent pedophiles from subscribing to child-centered content, um, but the whole system was easily circumvented. They really didn't do anything about the problem. And the Wall Street Journal... It lays out the problems of this relaxed view of child sexualization, as you can imagine. But again, if we had an honest media that wanted to tell people the truth, and especially for parents, like, here's something to look out for. You know, there's fentanyl. There's there's this stuff on Facebook slash Instagram that your kids might be on, that sort of thing. But when the money pours in, then they don't have the incentive to do those types of stories. So whenever they do, it seems weird to applaud them for doing their job, but... That's what happens. Don't know if you happen to see this. It was the first ever Florida Man Games over the weekend, <laughs> and apparently a huge success. Oh, well, yeah. A mullet contest, a mud duel with pool noodles. There was an evading arrest obstacle course with actual cops chasing people down. <laughs> <laughs> there was a Florida Ma'am pinup contest. There were a few photos. The cartoon of that was this woman on it, riding an alligator with a lasso. It was the most <laughs> hilarious thing I'd seen. But apparently there were thousands of people there, and it was big. Oh, oh yeah. good. See? This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, biggest story today, David. Uh, biggest story of the day. I, I suppose there are a couple. 
One is uh, that Joe Biden has said, all right, I'm going to go down to the border again. I'll shuffle on down there and talk about how we need to uh, pass a bipartisan uh, uh, border security bill, blah, 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 blah. Trump's going to be down there, too, on the same day. So that should be a really interesting compare and contrast moment. Well, right now, you know, too, I don't know if you heard uh, Trump's in some hot water with people. People are outraged at some of his comments at a gathering of black conservatives. So what exactly did he say that had people all riled up? We will get to that in a round of What's Your Story? Straight ahead. Markley Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Man, this is crazy. This dude that set himself on fire? Dude. Yeah, active duty member of the U.S. Air Force set himself on fire yesterday outside of the Israeli embassy in Washington, D.C., shouting, free Palestine. I have, I had some of the video. I didn't, didn't want to play it. I mean, it, it it's disturbing, oh, obviously. And he says, I don't want to be complicit uh, complicit in the genocide of the Palestinians or whatever guy stands there, douses himself with whatever uh, uh, flammable liquid he chose and then lit himself on fire and zero hearts and minds were changed. It, it just seems very senseless to me that, I mean, that's what mental illness looks like, unfortunately. There's no doubt about that. That takes it to an extreme. The whole part, about gaza the people that go out there just regurgitating that stuff they knew if israel really wanted to make that a parking lot they could yeah there's been a whole lot of restraint shown i mean people don't really believe that do they oh i oh that that uh there's a genocide going on yes oh yeah yes people believe that wholeheartedly oh absolutely Absolutely. They don't realize that if, seriously, if Israel wanted to make it all just dust, they could. I don't quite understand that. Well, and also, I think we're forgetting about how this whole thing started. I don't forget it. I don't either, but I'm just saying 1,700 Jews were killed. Yes, and then it, and this all goes in a circle, and I realize that. It's right. almost like you, you can't, you know, negotiate or have a conversation with well, fools or people that are brainwashed, I understand that because you go in this circle of, hey, well, you know what started this? There was a ceasefire before October 7th. Right. Yes, but they were in an open-air prison, which is also a load of nonsense. And then it just sort of goes in a circle, and it's the same sort of talking points. And again, what's Israel supposed to do? Take According, it. Just go away. Just I all, guess give up the land and go away. Go away. That's the that's, that's the only thing. Well, yes. In the end, that doesn't make any. Not sense. a good answer, but it's the only answer apparently. It is. All right. Something we do every day about this time. Roll around the table. It may not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention, David. Today, what's your story? We covered this a while back. Uh, it's the mayor of a small village uh, in Illinois, Dalton, Illinois. Yeah. Democratic oh, mayor yeah. Tiffany Henyard. 
she is facing some uh, scrutiny over, I don't know, uh, maybe misusing some funds, maybe racking up some credit card debt on the village's credit card for her own travel. And it was important travel to Atlanta and New York and yeah, staying in the nice hotels. They could never really explain what they were doing there, but whatever. And now now a lot of the people who were speaking out against her on the city council or board of trustees, whatever they call it, and the police chief were saying, hey, look, we got these budget shortfalls. We don't know where this cash is going. And a lot of them are black, by the way. She is also black. And she said that you're attacking a strong black woman. Yeah, what are you doing? By criticizing me. This is outrageous. Yes. I'm the mayor, okay? Uh, that was her, her entire shtick. Uh, well, now the FBI is investigating her. And last Uh-oh. week, the Village Board of Trustees voted uh, to start their own investigation into her uh, use of city finances. So would they be the tools of white supremacy? I, I guess. These particular black people? Well, is that the narrative? I, I suppose. I mean, she is a nut. Oh, yeah. Uh, she proclaimed herself to be a super mayor. Uh, and I still have that report. I think it was GN News that did the report. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the whole back and forth of what she said is kind of crazy, man. Y'all black. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, she said, basically, you're black, so you should just put up with any of my corruption. What's wrong with you? You're calling me out. Y'all should be ashamed of y'all stuff. Y'all black. Y'all are black. And y'all sitting up here beating and attacking on a black woman that's in power. Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. It's like, didn't you get the memo? I'm in power now. I'm beyond reproach. Right. Yeah, Dalton's difficulties got worse in recent weeks with water main breaks, Henyard blames on trustee budget cuts. Then oh, yeah. four people were shot and injured last week, leaving nerves frayed and Henyard's opponents pointing out her sizable security detail. Oh, that's right. She spent all the money on her security and they had yeah. to uh, stop paying cops so much in that town. It's unfortunate that politics are being played. Yeah. But what has happened is a million dollars out of my budget has been cut because of politics. Y'all forget I am the leader. They want to hear from the mayor. If y'all ain't learned that yet. The mayor, not the trustees that don't do nothing. That only run their mouth. Y'all don't do no work, no work. Tiffany. Yeah, they don't want to hear from you and all your budgets and all the stuff that you got to do every day. They want to hear from me. (laughs) This is unreal. This is so good. She took a a taxpayer funded trip to Las Vegas and spent thousands of dollars on hotels and at beauty salons. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it was unreal. What was the other clip from this? Township credit card records show Henyard and other officials spent more yeah. than $67,000 on trips to Portland, Austin, Atlanta, and New York City. Yes. Many of the flights were first class. Nice. So were the accommodations. In Atlanta, Henyard and her team stayed at the Four Seasons Hotel. Nice. The top of Four Seasons. It's going to be a cowboy, baby. That's a kid rock lyric. It's egregious and preposterous. Oh, my gosh. That's great. So now the FBI is looking into her. Yeah. Wow. Golly, man. It's a heck of an update there. All right. That's almost like an old Chappelle show bit. It does sound like that. It does. It It really does, like parody. Okay, Scott, for what's your story, what do you got today? A uh, Venezuelan migrant with nearly 300,000 social media followers is urging his comrades, his words, to unite in support of the 15-year-old from his home country, who fired at cops and shot a tourist in the leg in Times Square. 
Hmm. Lionel Moreno. Uh, went to TikTok and Instagram and appears to live in a suburb somewhere in Columbus, Ohio, with his partner and three-month-old daughter. Also posted videos bragging about earning money by begging on the streets and collecting government handouts. Said, I invite for you to look at his mother and join us and help pay the bail. Panhandle if you have to. Just get the money and then get it to him. We need to free him. He did something wrong, but it's okay. <laughs> 300,000 people. Wow. That's something, man. He did something wrong, but it's okay. Uh, he should run for mayor. For my story today, for what's your story? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm starting with Good Morning America covering, I guess, Nikki Haley going after Trump for comments he made at the Black Conservative Gathering over the weekend. Um, I'll set it up just playing you a clip from this morning. And she's taking on the former president for these comments he made at a black conservative gala. These lights are so bright in my eyes that I can't see too many people out there. But uh, I can only see the black ones. I can't see any white ones. <laughs> okay. People are just taking total offense at that. Ah. Well, what does he mean by that? That's just Trump being Trump, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I don't think he means anything racist by that. Like, what can I see here? <laughs> what? And then he says this. He got indicted a second time and a third time and a fourth time. And a lot of people said that that's why the black people like me, because they have been hurt so badly and discriminated against. Nikki Haley telling me those comments from Trump are disgusting, calling it a huge warning sign for the Republican Party as it tries to expand its 10 in the appeal. Okay, so you got that. It's a huge warning sign to Republicans, right? I'm like, you know what? I didn't see this speech. I, didn't I, don't, I don't know what all he said. I mean, it's, it's up online. It looks like it's an hour and a half long. So I listened to it just a very short amount. Well, there's certainly a part that I don't think legacy media or Nikki Haley wants people to hear, just to play a little clip from it. Guys, the Republican Party, and we've expanded the Republican Party. You and I have made it bigger, better, and so much more interesting than ever before, and much more important than ever before. In 2020, we increased our share of black vote by 50 percent, 5-0. And we earned more votes from African-Americans, Hispanic-Americans, and Asian-Americans than any Republican in generations. This hasn't been, you go back many, many decades, and uh, we're really honored by it. We're on track now to smash. You see what's happening. The polling's coming out, and they go, wait a minute, there must be a mistake here. <laughs> because the polling yeah. is going to be higher in every category he just mentioned. But Nikki Haley is very concerned about expanding the tent. A little yeah. dog nipping at your heels, right? <laughs> just, just an annoyance, like shake the dog off. Get away from me. And also, as far as legacy media, they don't want that news out there either. Because that scares people to death, mm -hmm. that, that's, that that's actually happening. But it is. Yeah. How do you explain it? If someone just asks you, how do you explain that? Well, I think I think it's politics that are currently out there that are affecting them. Well, a lot of times people seeing through the BS. Well, yeah, and they're the paying messaging. more at the grocery store and the gas station, and you know they're they're seeing all the illegals come into their communities. I mean, you know, hey man, it's it's finally coming home to roost everywhere. What do you think, David? Well, I think it goes back to something that happened during the summer of love in 2020. I told the story then. 
uh, talking to a, a neighbor of mine at the time in the neighborhood I lived in then, um, mm-hmm. who not very political or politically minded, but he said, you know, what's what kind of bothers me in the course of a conversation was that every time Democrats talk to black people, it's all about prison reform and and right. and, you know, uh, and living in the projects He goes, I've never been to prison. Nobody in my family's ever been to prison. Right. I've never been on food stamps. I've never lived in the projects. So how is that supposed to affect me? And I think, you know, to Scott's point, when now you see this years later, you know, the Democrats had an opportunity to really go forward with the quote unquote social justice stuff Mm -hmm. after the death of George Floyd. And it has objectively failed miserably yes so i i think maybe you do have a segment of the population in the last few years that have seen the illegals that have seen the crime have seen how democrat policies never work despite the lip service they see how the president of the united states is obviously a racist because he can't tell different black people from one another (laughs) well yeah there was a couple of things one is that especially with black males I mean, they see what's going on, and they're not just buying into the legacy media BS. That's a huge part of it. Um, The other part is they're always making Trump out to be this outrageous racist. And when you look back, and and people have done this before, like, okay, who was it that said, and it's fill in the blank, it's like a survey question, they give the statement, and they say, that was Trump. No, that was Joe Biden. Yeah. That was actually Joe Biden that said that. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Hmm. Well, the, the all-time classic is when he was explaining who Obama was to people. I mean, you got the first sort of mainstream African-American who is articulate and bright and, and, and clean and nice-looking guy. I mean, it's, that's a storybook, man. It's clean? Yeah. And he can speak. It's like a storybook. Who expected <laughs> right. that? What? And we're going to talk about dog whistles? <laughs> he looks at black people like they're the scarecrow from Wizard of Oz. <laughs> it's insane. Right. It's really something, man. All right. Much to get to. Sometimes you see a headline, you're like, is that a joke? Chicago votes to remove police from schools. Yeah. That and much more coming up right in. have a 401k you're not getting the most for retirement wait what add a robin hood ira on top then they'll boost it by three percent you can do that and if you transfer in any retirement account you get three percent on top of that is there a limit to the match no limit Robinhood gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any ira on the market sign up for Robinhood gold at robinhood.com boost by april 30th subscription fees apply investing involves risk three percent match requires gold for one year from first match must keep ira for five years match on transfer subject to additional terms and conditions Robinhood financial llc member sipc For John's 60th birthday, his family planned to drive down old Route 66. But the trip took a detour when his wife got sick with RSV. It's a highly contagious virus that can lead to breathing problems and hospitalizations. This year, we don't want to cancel our plans. We're protecting ourselves with Pfizer's RSV vaccine, a Brisvo, respiratory syncytial virus vaccine. 
Abrisvo, a vaccine to prevent lower respiratory disease from RSV in people 60 years and older. It's not for everyone and may not protect all who receive it. Don't get Abrisvo if you've had an allergic reaction to its ingredients. A weakened immune system may decrease your response. Most common side effects are tiredness, headache, injection site pain, and muscle pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-844-989-7284 or visit abrisvo.com. So don't wait. Ask your pharmacist or doctor about Pfizer's RSV vaccine at Brisbo, because every breath matters. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Markley, Van Camp, and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. We don't want no more police. Is that clear? In the schools, yeah. too. Yeah. Apparently in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, Chicago officials have, <clears throat> excuse me, voted to remove police officers from public schools, citing the students' emotional safety. Oh, my God. 7 0 vote. <laughs> Not renewing their contract with the Chicago Police Department. Uh, so. Uh, this decision stripped power away from individual schools to decide whether to staff resource officers. Um, and currently, CPD officers patrol 39 out of the district's 634 schools. So they're not in even close to a majority of the schools, but they are, I would assume, you know, in the in the trouble spots. Now, uh, taking a broader view of this, uh, there have been multiple students shot right outside of a couple of different schools in the last month. I think at least one death involving okay. a student right outside of the school. And the city's like, yeah, you know what? We're not even going to worry about police officers there because some people might feel unsafe. Well, hold on a second, David. The thing is, I know that you're trying to break this down and thinking of the children and their safety, but you're only thinking of their physical safety right. of people being shot. What about the emotional safety? <laughs> That's what sent Robbins over the edge. Well, it yeah. does. It, how it do you, is I mean, insane. Again, how do you measure that? Okay, this is all that if goes through my mind. they're not weeping in the hallways anymore, what, what, seriously, okay. how do you measure this? I don't feel emotionally safe with the cops in there. Well, yeah, you can say that all day long. Okay, why is that? Exactly. You're lying because you don't want them there because you're up to bad stuff. Or you've been fed all your life. Th that they're bad people and they're just out to kill you. Yes. Yeah. It's one or the other. Well, that's, that's sad, man. Well, th by the way, they are, having, they are putting together plans for alternative safety uh, positions. Um, like uh, the, the initiatives that they're talking about include re-engagement, healing-centered... And oh my restorative gosh. discipline practices. Dude. This kind of crap makes me nuts. If they would just actually do, go into evidence-based studies 
of this sort of stuff, emotional safety, all this, they would know this is all nonsense. This doesn't, what they're trying to do doesn't work. It hasn't worked. It's so frustrating. All right. Maybe the Steph Street gangs do it so everybody feels secure. <laughs> <laughs> I did see this, Scott. I don't know if this will make you happy, sad. I'm not quite sure because you were a huge fan of Tom Petty, probably the biggest Tom Petty fan I knew. I mean, we yeah. all like Tom Petty. You were like super fan. I was. I am. There's going to be an all-star country tribute to Tom Petty. The whole album. Done by, oh, Chris Stapleton, Laney Wilson, Willie Nelson, Dolly, Winona Judd, Luke Combs, Steve Earle. You excited for that? Not, not excited, but I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'll listen to it. You will. Yeah. You give it a shot. Some of those artists I like. Yeah. Could be good. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, let me get this straight. Republicans are against illegal immigration because they want the economy to tank? Yeah. Who said that? Yeah, uh, Democrats apparently believe that uh, we should be encouraging illegal immigration because who else are we going to get to do jobs that nobody else wants to do, apparently? I thought there were so many Americans already that needed opportunity. Yeah, I, I, I can't make heads or tails of it. It seems weird to want to import an entire group of people uh, into this country just for the sake of like picking crops and whatnot but that's democrats you know just going back to their roots in the slave trade i suppose uh democrat representative alexandria ocasio-cortez was sharing her new conspiracy theory there is no border crisis and republicans just want to shut down the border to tank the economy no border (laughs) crisis no what Okay. What? There is not only no moral calculation, there is no economic calculation, there is no logical calculation, there is only a political calculation. And that political calculation is we are going to keep whining about it, mm-hmm. we are going to keep pretending okay. this is a crisis while contributing right. to... Sometimes this is like humorous, listen to her babble, nonsense. Other times it's really frustrating. Well, it is. Because she has influence. Okay. There are laws. You have to have a country with law and order. I mean, it starts there. What are you talking about? While contributing to actual problems, and then we're going to block the solution so that we can campaign on it over and over and over. And we can call it caravans. We can call it migrant crises. We can call it family separation. And they will just recycle it over and over and over again in order to gin up, you know, just so much animosity and destruction in this country and racism in this country. Hold on. David, you're a millennial. <laughs> Help. You got to try to make sense of that. Scott's ready to punch a wall. Well, it, <laughs> I'll let him try. I'll let him try to make sense of it. Yeah. Well, no, it's nonsensical. What happened was she she just went over her old notes from uh, from college and looked at the highlighted buzzwords and just decided to vomit those back out on national television. Man, oh, man. I just had a thought I've never had before. Remember before your heart attacks and, you, okay, you had a little issue with the drinking, Scott? Yeah, a little if bit. If she would have been your bartender, that would have 
stopped it. Oh, yeah. You'd have never gone in there. No. You couldn't have dealt with it. Who no. could? She's here to spread sobriety all over. She would just clone herself and bartend across the United States. Have you got a couple of minutes to talk? <laughs> no! <laughs> and racism in this country. What? Because that's the only thing that the Republican Party even is standing on at this point. Just pathetic. Yeah. Unbelievable. Talk to the Democrat who runs New York City, where you're from. I mean, he's, he's certainly called it a crisis. So has the mayor of Chicago. I can't get over the fact that she really does sound like a freshman college student that just went home after being yeah. indoctrinated in the first semester of wokeism, parroting back some sort of talking points to her parents. Listen, I, I read... Not knowing how clueless she is. I, I'm going to tell you, Grandma, okay? I've read <laughs> highlighted selections of Howard Zen's A People's History of the United States of America, and I know way more than you do, Okay. Wow. Okay. She's got like a communist boyfriend who's an organizer. Who, right. You know. He's he's that white guy with dreadlocks. Yeah, right. Yeah, who's out there yelling all the time. Yeah. Okay. Does she ever mention fentanyl at all and fentanyl deaths Her? in America? Well, no. Is it's it racist really to want to stop the flow of fentanyl? Well, it's not really happening. From the cartels? Right. I Dude, there was a whole piece from the free press yeah. today. Talking about it. it with numbers like this every week, more than a dozen U.S. teenagers lose their lives to fentanyl. And they don't know that they're taking fentanyl. It's always laced. I mean, you hear these different stories, and the reporter, James Fishback, is talking to all these different families moms and dads, grandmas, grandpas, um, saying, had no idea there was any sort of drugs, and the kid was just looking to get a Percocet. There was a 13-year-old kid that had a root canal, still had pain, had gotten weed from a dealer on Snapchat, thought, well, maybe I can get a Percocet. That was the plan. It wasn't Percocet. It was 100% fentanyl. He's dead. I mean, this happens all the time. Every week, 22 kids die of a drug overdose in the United States. And then when you go into the research on this, how many high school students, college students know that this is even a thing? Like, you got to be really careful if you're going to get, you know, some sort of pill from a dealer. It could be laced with fentanyl. No, kids are clueless about it, have no idea that it's going on. It's one of those, man, where I know at times as a parent, you feel like you're wearing out your kids with all this different information and you're talking to them about social media, how it's corrupting their brain and how it's not good for you and all these different things. And you get the rolling of the eyes and you get, yeah, I already know. And it's just another conversation that really needs to be had. Hey, if you were any of your buddies, you know, I don't know, I, not that I know of that you're taking anything or you got some sort of pain, but, you know, one pill could kill you just so you know. You get it from some dealer that has some good reputation on Snapchat. It doesn't mean anything. But you have to have those kinds of conversations. It's absolutely crazy to me. Okay, so that's out there. Um, something else I noticed that was covered today, and we've mentioned this for months with all the trouble in the Middle East, the Houthis. They're, they're causing trouble all over the place. And it was actually reported on um, today on Good Morning America. And guess what? They're actually saying, there are some critics saying, what we've been doing so far hasn't been effective. Yeah, right. 
Listen to this. And missiles. For months now, the Houthis have been terrorizing commercial vessels in the Red Sea, claiming to retaliate for Israel's war in Gaza. It has been a costly disruption to one of the world's most critical shipping routes. Now, these latest strikes over the weekend are now the fourth round of joint strikes by the U.S. and the U.K., but so far the Houthis are showing no sign of stopping or slowing down. In fact, huh. they're bound to escalate their campaign. Now, the White House insists they have succeeded in degrading their capabilities, but there's no question the pressure is also growing on the Biden administration to do more to finally put an end to this, Robin. Degrade. Got to degrade. Mm -hmm. How about eliminate? Yeah. You know, Trump said this a long time ago, um, talking about the messenger. And it would be hard to argue against with all the bluster Trump has said over time, talking about adversaries, that it wasn't effective some sort of way. There Tons of examples of this. I mean, one of the first ones was talking about taxing China. Like, China's eating our lunch. Remember he used yeah. to say that all the time? People will say, well, what are you going to do about it? And this piece of audio is still just legendary to me. And, you know, I said to somebody that is really the messenger. The messenger is important. I could have one man say, we're going to tax you 25%. And I could say another, listen, you mother. Now, you've said the same exact thing, but it's a different message. And what have we said in this situation in the Middle East? Biggest fear, we don't want a wider escalation right. of war. I can't imagine Trump ever saying that. Well, they do. <laughs> yes, they, they do. They would love to have a wider escalation of war. Yes. They don't care. No, they don't care. But that's, I mean, with Trump. He said it. I think you put together a montage one time of just what he would do oh, yeah. in any given situation. I would bomb the shit out of him. <laughs> I'd blow up the pipes. I'd blow up the ref. I'd blow up every single inch. There would be nothing left. I would just bomb those suckers. I'm going to bomb the shit out of them. And remember, <laughs> our media. Oh, oh, you're yeah. going to get us into a war. Oh. Well, and that was specifically talking about ISIS. And you know yes. what they did? They bombed the bleep out of them. They did. And then ISIS, I mean, of course, with a terror organization like ISIS, you're never going to completely eradicate it because it's predicated on, an, on an, a violent ideology, not, not a nation state. But as far as their attempt to take over and hold large swaths of territory, the Middle East, that's done. That has ended. But again, is there credit being given there? Well, from national media no they just kind of no. act like isis sort of gave up the fight it's like no the trump administration says we're no. not dealing with this anymore right again man you have a commander-in-chief of this country who is on television practically every day around the world shuffling bumbling oh i saw can't putting sentences i mean this, yes i this, saw that. who wouldn't go hey well okay now's the time Two or three reports yeah. of other countries, how much they make fun of us, and that they do parodies of Biden and all yes. that stuff and know how weak it is, everything else. I mean, it's just like, what do you think's going to happen here? I know. A flex from that guy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it, seriously. mentioned this earlier. Uh, I was making the rounds all over online. Different people that are looking to date say, well, if this person had this particular hobby, um, that would make them undateable. Yeah. One of the things was being too political. Like, that's what you're living and dying mm -hmm. for. Just all politics, that would turn somebody off, that it's that way 24-7. Um, you all mentioned being obsessed with celebrity culture. Um, 
or something that's harmful to animals like dogfighting or bullfighting. Yeah, yeah, that'd probably be a big red Bullfighting? Well, if you get a gal and she wants to go see the bullfights or the dogfights, yeah, I probably would go, not really my thing. Bullfights you'd have a problem with? Bullf- well, You're on vacation? I guess I'm in Spain, aren't I? Mexico? I don't know, perhaps, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, this collecting controversial memorabilia. Now, some people. Mean? Well, some people collect stuff from, like, serial killers. Oh, okay. Well, well yeah, you, that's weird. Yeah, if you walk in and she's got a whole room dedicated to the Third Ooh. Reich, you know, like Nazi right, right, paraphernalia but, and stuff, then it's like, you know what? I respect your choice to have a hobby that you enjoy, but um, I'm not comfortable with this right now. Autograph Charles Manson picture up. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, you're pulling a hamstring running away from there. Oh, yeah. Taxidermy they mentioned in that. Well, that's a weird one. Yeah, yeah. It, it it all depends on what animal is being stuffed and preserved. Like right. if you're an avid hunter. Yep, I agree. I know some people that that is a big turnoff. But if you you know if you have, you know, a deer head mounted on the wall or whatever, that's different than I've got a collection of stuffed squirrels doing funny things. That's Boy. that's psychotic behavior. They're doing funny things. <laughs> Like one in midair, high jumping or something like that. <laughs> water skiing. Come on, man. Yeah, the water sense the humor there. The water skiing the squirrel of, always is good for a laugh. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. kind of funny. They mentioned uh, gambling. And then there's, you know, smoking weed, different things. Someone else said someone that has zero hobbies. Yes. Think yeah, about it. Well, oh, yeah. That, that can absolutely be a red flag there. Because they don't have zero hobbies. They have one hobby they like a lot and keep it a secret. What is that? Something that you probably wouldn't want to know. Oh, boy. Collecting squirrel heads. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say being clingy, always wanting to be with you. Uh Uh-oh. All right, we got to get to our no BS election update straight ahead right here. Of a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfer subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For John's 60th birthday, his family planned to drive down old Route 66. But the trip took a detour when his wife got sick with RSV. It's a highly contagious virus that can lead to breathing problems and hospitalizations. This year, we don't want to cancel our plans. We're protecting ourselves with Pfizer's RSV vaccine, a Brisvo, respiratory syncytial virus vaccine. 
Abrisvo, a vaccine to prevent lower respiratory disease from RSV in people 60 years and older. It's not for everyone and may not protect all who receive it. Don't get Abrisvo if you've had an allergic reaction to its ingredients. A weakened immune system may decrease your response. Most common side effects are tiredness, headache, injection site pain, and muscle pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-844-989-7284 or visit abrisvo.com. So don't wait. Ask your pharmacist or doctor about Pfizer's RSV vaccine at Brisvo because every breath matters. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, David Van Camp. He's the millennial, the sexy boomer. That's Scott Robbins. All right, David. Illegal immigrant murdered a nursing student. Yeah, awful, awful story. Uh, out of Georgia, 22-year-old Lakin Riley, a nursing student, was murdered. The suspect is 26-year-old Jose Antonio Ibarra. He's from Venezuela. He illegally crossed the border through El Paso, September of 2022. Uh, ICE says that he's he was arrested last year in New York by the NYPD, charged with acting in a manner to injure a child less than 17 and a motor vehicle license violation. Should have been gone right there. Yeah, it should have been. And they were actually apparently in the process of trying to deport him. And for whatever reason, uh, couldn't, couldn't, couldn't get their hands on him because of sanctuary city policies. Um, and it's, it's fascinating watching the media cover this. Because in some cases, they're saying, oh, isn't this awful? Oh, boy, there are questions about why he was even in the country. Because, yeah, clearly... Listen, you, you, you pick up an extensive criminal history while you're in the country illegally, booted. You're gone. That, that yes. shouldn't even be a question. 100%. Yeah. Um, now, CNN says, well, there's no connection between the, the suspect's immigration status and crime. Ibarra's status, they write, as an undocumented Venezuelan migrant is now being touted by several state and national GOP leaders to support their calls for tighter border security, even though there is little evidence indicating a connection between immigration and crime. Uh, Other news outlets like the AP and Axios have also downplayed the crisis at the southern border. Uh, Axios said it was a myth. Uh, The border is more fortified than it's ever been, is what they said. Now, that was actually an October 2023 article that they republished. <laughs> uh, the, a- the Associated Press, probably the most egregious example of this, omitted the immigration status of Ibarra and the criminal record in a report on Sunday warning about the dangers of women running alone. They wrote, yeah, Riley's that- death has once again put the spotlight on the dangers female runners face. Unfreaking believable ignoring what happened ignoring who committed the crime ignoring the immigration status of the person committing the crime again how many i don't have the number in front of me on the terror watch list coming through the country did we actually catch and then how many well unknown gotaways we don't know who these people are i mean we're always told the story you know families seeking asylum okay what do you see most of the time when you see video of people coming into the country? It's young Single men, dudes. Yeah. Not always, but a high percentage of the time. You have no idea. They might be the nicest person in the world. They may be, well, I don't know, a murderer. You don't know. So you're saying, well, there's little evidence that these people are committing all these crimes. 
So it's okay that the safety of people is now in jeopardy because we don't know who they are. But it would be, you know, a feeling-hurting situation to point out when people here illegally commit murders or other crimes. And by the way, define little evidence. I mean, what's the number? Does it have to be 20 people murdered before? That's a great question. Yeah, I don't know. And it's it's not just murder. I mean, we, we have this documented. They say little evidence. Dude, there are gang members from all over the world, certainly all over Central and South America, oh, yeah. that are running theft rings. I mean, yes. It, it, it was just a couple of weeks ago there was a uh, law enforcement analyst on uh, CNN, actually, ironically enough, um, who was saying, oh, yeah, what happens is they go and steal a bunch of stuff in New York, they sell it on the streets, and then they go live in Florida for a while to spend the money. And then why don't they do it? Do the same thing in Florida? Because they know they'll go to jail. Yes, that's yeah. 100% true. Or sometimes they'll go commit their crimes in the United States while given, giving their money back to their home country for yeah. their homes there that have pools. It's insanity. Well, there's little evidence of that. There is evidence. What are you going to do to stop it mm-hmm. is the question. Man, oh, man. And again... It's because media lies to people all the time. Most of legacy media, that's what they do. And you have a story of someone that used to be at the failing New York Times. Yeah, a writer named Adam Rubenstein uh, just published a piece about his time at the New York Times, and it's insane. This is the guy who was the opinion editor who was pushed out of the New York Times after the kids in the newsroom blasted the paper's decision to publish an op-ed from Senator Tom, uh, uh, Tom Cotton. Uh, where he was calling for the National Guard, the military to be used to help establish, reestablish law and order during the 2020 riots. Yes. And for the sin of publishing a sitting senator's opinion piece, he got essentially pushed out. He technically resigned, but it was basically like, well, look, you need to go quietly or we can do this the hard way. Okay, is this the dude that did the manifesto at the end of last year? Yes. Same guy? I believe so. Because I read that manifesto. It is wild. Um, The piece published in uh, The Atlantic was called, I Was a Heretic at the New York Times. Uh, And so his point about the Tom Cotton op-ed, one, an op-ed has to be smart and written in good faith and not used to settle scores, derive personal benefit, or engineer some desired outcome. It's got to be authentic. In other right. words, our goal was supposed to be journalistic rather than activist. So here's a guy who is writing an opinion about something that's happening in the news. Um, and so we're going to publish it. The fight over Cotton's op-ed was never about safety or the facts or the editing or even the argument, but control of the paper and who had it. In the end, all that matters was that an example had been made. If you push back against liberal Mm -hmm. orthodoxy, you will not be welcome at the newspaper of record. Now, he starts off with this crazy anecdote just to give you a sense of how insane it is at at the New York Times. He writes, on one of my first days at the Times, I went to an orientation with more than a dozen other new hires. We had to do an icebreaker, uh, pick a starburst out of a jar, then answer a question. My starburst was pink, so I had to answer the pink prompt, which had me respond with my favorite sandwich. He blurted out uh, the spicy chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. Favorite sandwich. Okay. The HR representative leading the orientation chided me, he writes, we don't do that here. They hate gay people. Then... 
people what? in the room started snapping their fingers in acclamation. Oh, I God. remember this. Yes. No. He said, I hadn't been thinking about the fact that Chick-fil-A was transgressive in liberal circles for its chairman's opposition to gay marriage. Not the politics, the chicken, I quickly said, but it was too late. I sat down ashamed. Jeez, man. It is. It's. I'll let you go on, but it, just as an anecdote, I remember reading this thinking, okay, whenever we started in whatever business it is, you had higher-ups, people that had been doing it for a while that you had a certain respect for. Sure. Even though if you thought, in the end, I could be better than this person, I know I have something to learn from this person, it's not like that at the old failing New York Times. No. You got people straight out of school thinking, we're changing this place, and you're all bigots. Yes. It's basically the attitude. It's insane. But he kind of laid that groundwork telling the story. Yeah. Well, and and think about how much power we have given a bunch of weenies who think that clapping is triggering. Right. So they snap fingers. So they they snap fingers. Yeah, or they do the jazz hands because some people are also (laughs) triggered by the snapping. I'll tell you what, I'm triggered by jazz hands. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, that... That's just embarrassing it for is. the New York Times and, and any other it newsroom that, that tolerates this nonsense. No, if you snap your fingers because you think that people are going to be spooked by clapping, <laughs> you do not get to write for a major American newspaper, period. You need some help, to be honest. You need a little help. Wow. Okay. Oh, I saw this, and I certainly thought of you, Scott. It's almost like if I see some sort of kitten story or a Taylor Swift story, I'm thinking maybe I should bring this to the table. Keep you updated. Uh, okay. What? Okay. You like the cat stories? A lot of cat stories I do like, yes. Do you want me to stop bringing them in? No, you can bring a cat story. And what's it got to do with Taylor Swift? Well, you like Taylor Swift. I, I just heard you call yourself a Swifty last week. I said I could be, re- I could be referred to as a Swifty. You said I am a Swifty. I well, have the I audio. I guess I would be a Swifty, yes. <laughs> That's I mean, all? I, I'd like a couple of her songs. It. What the hell happened? I don't know. You're the one that said I'm a Swifty. Okay, all right. If you want take backsies, we can do that. I can do jazz hands and affirm you if you want. It doesn't matter. No, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Just put, put whatever box you want to put me into. <laughs> go ahead. Start now. You called yourself no, a Swifty. No, I, I just go ahead. Go ahead. Taylor Swift apparently has banned Travis Kelsey from strip clubs. Well. And she has spent a half a million dollars to retool his wardrobe. Yeah. So this story to me goes beyond just, you know, celebrity romances and all this stuff because we've all had enough of these two anyway, I think. But sometimes you know someone that's now in a relationship and you think, you know, the other person's really trying to change him. I don't know if I like this. Right. And so I wonder, you tell me what you think. All right. As far as Taylor Swift saying, hey, Travis, I don't want you going to strip clubs anymore. Yeah, I could get that one. I understand sure. that one. Yeah. Um, because he was seen wearing a T-shirt from a strip club in Vegas after their game yeah. against the Raiders. Okay. Yeah. She also wants him to FaceTime and not text because she apparently wants to see where he is and who he's with. Here we go. Is that a problem? Well, it depends, I guess. I mean, if I have to FaceTime every time I talk to a woman for fear I'm somewhere I'm not supposed to be, then I think the relationship is pretty damn shaky. Different people have already started saying, see, this is why she can't keep a dude around. Well, that's, yeah. Stuff like this. Also... She's apparently trying to change his look a little bit. Even $500,000 to, quote, step up his wardrobe. Hey, man. Woman wants to give me $500,000 to step up my wardrobe. I'm game. I'm in. Yeah, it wouldn't bother you. Well, they're paying for it. What do I care? Okay. Well, she's got to approve of what you're wearing. No. I mean, your hoodies. See, that's when it becomes a problem. Your hoodies are gone, Scott. No. Well, 
See, and your baseball cat that's gone. The thing, dude, you're you're Travis Kelsey, okay? Yeah. Pretty much do whatever you want. Well, she's Taylor Swift. I understand. Source said in this story, this just cracks me up. She loves that he likes to take chances with his style choices, but some of his outfits have been suspect. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, is, oh, she like, has to approve? This is an NFL star at the, uh, at the peak of his career. Yes. Yes. And she's treating him like a Ken doll. That's hilarious to me. And he's this, good with it? That's, hmm. that's all right. Well, well, we'll see. Yeah. They said she said she's not trying to change him. Uh-huh. She's helping him evolve to meet his new level of fame. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Jeez, man. Our bet, Scott, was they'd make it to March. I said yes, you said no. I think I'm still gonna make that. By, by next October by this October, I'm not too sure, man. Yeah, All right, man. news update straight ahead. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try soon. Harry's is available online and in-store at a retailer near you. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash dance. That's harrys.com slash dance. Or check us out at your local Costco for a price you can't find anywhere else. Just look for the Chrome Razor with 13 blade refills at your local Costco. You can't miss it. Exclusive to Costco members. For John's 60th birthday, his family planned to drive down old Route 66. But the trip took a detour when his wife got sick with RSV. It's a highly contagious virus that can lead to breathing problems and hospitalizations. This year, we don't want to cancel our plans. We're protecting ourselves with Pfizer's RSV vaccine, Abrisvo, respiratory syncytial virus vaccine. Abrisvo, a vaccine to prevent lower respiratory disease from RSV in people 60 years and older. It's not for everyone and may not protect all who receive it. Don't get Abrisvo if you've had an allergic reaction to its ingredients. A weakened immune system may decrease your response. Most common side effects are tiredness, headache, injection site pain, and muscle pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-844-989-7284 or visit abrisvo.com. So don't wait. Ask your pharmacist or doctor about Pfizer's RSV vaccine of Brisvo, because every breath matters. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. You know, with rising costs, concerns about the economy, running a business right now is the hardest it's been in a long time. Yeah, but you can save some time and money and effort uh, with NetSuite by Oracle. Yeah, everything you need to grow your business, it's all there in one place. You get a customized solution for all of your key performance indicators. 
and it's all in one efficient system. That means you can manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve your margins. Having it all together makes it easier to make really good decisions about your future. And right now, NetSuite has an unprecedented offer to make it happen for you. Yeah, download the NetSuite popular uh, KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at NetSuite.com slash MVR. That's NetSuite.com slash MVR to get your own KPI checklist. All right. News update, David Van Camp. Well, (laughs) I... I just see this story, and I, I don't know if we have – well, we probably do have the time to go through it. Uh, a store in San Francisco now has a barrier when you walk in, and shoppers have to be escorted one at a time. I did hear about this. This, this is from the local news report. We can just play a portion of it if you want. Oh, yeah. For a few hours every day, this is what you'll find entering Fredrickson's Hardware and Paint yeah. in Cal Hollow. The table alerts customers to wait for assistance at the door, a move that's being attributed to, quote, rampant shoplifting. It's pretty bad. I mean, the uh, dollar amounts are pretty significant. And with the tools, and now we're getting snatch and grabs where they come in and take hold displays. So it's getting kind of dangerous for the employees and the customers. Store manager Sam Black says for two hours in the morning and two hours in the evening, an employee will work with an individual customer. The table serves as a way to keep potential thieves from moving freely in and out of the store. Okay, that's third world country stuff. It's insanity. I mean, it is. You think about different countries you've been to where you've seen poverty, Mexico, Jamaica. And we just had this conversation last week where it was the sort of thing, okay, you're giving them money so they want to protect you as a tourist, but they'll tell you, okay, don't go in town at night. Can't protect you there. Right. Okay, you shop during the day, you'd be fine, but at night, probably stay around the resort area. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we were talking about in Mexico all along um, the coast around Cancun and then south of Playa del Carmen. I mean, you've got cartels that are openly fighting now. They're saying you be very careful if you're going to go there. But the point is now in San Francisco, one of our elite cities, we have to have escorts because you can't be protected during the day. That's insanity. Well, you're throwing your hands up saying... There's nothing we can do. This is the last bastion. This is it. We have no choice. Well, and as the store, we're not we're not protected. Right. The store is like, okay, we yeah. got people afraid to come here. Uh, right. We can make you safe while you're here. Yeah. You're doing everything you can. It, so many businesses that like we can't do this again, anymore. We got to leave. I hate it's crazy this because you're just saying, okay, we're done. We can't fight against this anymore. It's just going to happen. And you'll still have people. On the left saying, well, there's really no problem. You're making a mountain out oh, of a yeah. molehill. Well, go talk to that guy then. Really? Yeah. yeah. Holy smokes. By the way, San Francisco, the sixth noisiest city in America. Steel Guard came out with that. Noisiest? Yes. Mm. It's based on construction, traffic, you know, any noise caused by maybe subways, airplanes. Gunshots. It could be. Yeah. That sort of thing. Uh, guesses for number one? Not that hard. Noisiest city? Yeah. Chicago. That's second. New York. Yes, that's first. Jersey City, third. Then Newark. Boston is fifth. As I mentioned, San Francisco, sixth. Then Miami, Philly, Long Beach, California Hmm. at nine. And then L.A. for noisiest. Yeah.
Yeah, the appeal of living in the city yeah. is going further down with every passing year. No doubt about that. This is the Markley Van Cam and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Robinson said about something. I don't know what you're doing. No, just, you know, <laughs> just got a, a song in my heart today. Oh, that's good, man. Um, so Biden's planning a border visit. The border is important now. Well, yeah, now because uh, thank you to Republican Senator James Langford for falling into the most obvious trap in American political history by helping to craft this uh, bipartisan border security bill. And turning the biggest liability, or one of the biggest liabilities, from Biden into uh, potential strength. I don't think the people are buying it. I don't either, especially independents. <clears throat> right. And the polling so far has not borne out that the messaging of, see, Republicans want the border to be open. I don't, people don't seem to be buying that, at least in the early stages. And, and I'm, I'm glad. Part of that's got to be because we've all seen it happen for, for three years. Of course. Right? I mean... It's not like this just happened uh, overnight, right? Um, so Joe Biden is going to be traveling to Brownsville, uh, Texas, to meet with Border Patrol agents, law enforcement, local leaders. And he's going to discuss the urgent need to pass the Senate Bipartisan Border Security Agreement. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bill Malugin. But it's got to be tied into Ukraine. Yeah. Well, that, now that's that's a separate bill now. That, that Okay. Is, that has been passed by the Senate and has not been taken up by the House right now. Uh, Bill Malugin writes, interesting that President Biden has chosen Brownsville and Rio Grande for uh, Rio Grande Valley sector for his visit. It's been slow there for months, only getting about 200 to 400 per day across all of the uh, that sector recently. Yesterday was 314 encounters. And a lot of that is because, one, Border Patrol did uh, shut down a port of entry because there were too many people coming in. And then you have these stories of people using the federal government's handy little illegal immigration app. But right. authorities on the Mexican side of the border were basically saying, hey, we know when your appointment is on the other side. you got to pay us if you're going to go across. So they knew there was corruption going on. Uh, and so they shut it down for a little while. And then when the state of Texas decides we're going to start putting up razor wire and whatnot up and down the border, uh, a lot of that traffic has moved over uh, uh, to the west, which would be, uh, as Bill Malugin from Fox News points out, San Diego and the Tucson sectors really busy with typically one to 2,000 per day. And if well, you he remember, was reporting there the other day yeah, and talking to people, yeah. why are you coming? Where are you from? Thing else, just being dropped off and then taken to the airport to fly wherever they want. Right. And we're paying for it. And remember the last time Biden went to the border? He went to El Paso after a surge and after the city had managed to get all the homeless camps cleared out. Yes. It was like the president of China was coming into town. Right, exactly. 
like they did in San Francisco. Yeah. It's wild, man. Okay, so that's going on this week. Something else, the First Amendment cases. They actually pointed this out this morning on ABC on Good Morning America, and it'll be interesting to see where this goes. The justices are being asked to decide and set the terms of free speech online for decades, and it starts with the attack on the Capitol on January 6th and the decision by Facebook and Twitter, now known as X and YouTube and Instagram, to ban President Donald Trump from their platforms. So Texas passed a law uh, that makes it illegal for social media companies to take down political content based on its, quote, viewpoint. Florida passed a similar law that also uh, prohibited tech companies from banning candidates on the ballot in that state. Hold on a second. And by the way, the whole January 6th narrative, they're still lying to people about what actually happened that day. Yeah which is infuriating, but that's what they do. From their social media sites. Republicans say these social media companies are engaged in censorship straight up, and they want it to stop. Yep. But the companies say that under the First Amendment, Listen. they have the right to set their own content standards just like any other publisher, and that these laws will compel them to carry hate speech uh, and malicious misinformation and other dangerous content. Who defines what hate speech is? Well, see, that's the thing, Or misinformation. Right? That's, they did last time. Yeah. I hear those words used a lot. And what was the misinformation? The Hunter Biden laptop. Yes. Which you had, what, 51 Intel agency members or former members yeah. say, yeah, this all the earmarks of Russian disinformation, it wasn't. Did they ever correct the record on that? No. No. I don't think most people even know that. That at least... Watch that network. Uh, online. Uh, this is no question about it. One of the biggest days for the First Amendment in the 21st century at the Supreme Court, and the justices are expected to reach a decision in these cases by June. Right. By June. There you go. So we'll see what happens with that. There's some different updates going on there. But my goodness, especially after the Twitter files, which legacy media never really reported on. No. When all of this stuff got unearthed, and it's just frustrating because there's so many people in the country that just don't know about it. You have a completely different story here, David. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. Dr. Phil has gone out there, and he's been uh, trying to raise awareness about the border crisis, about a mental health crisis among young people in America mm-hmm. as well. Well, this guy winds up uh, showing up on The View today on ABC. He used to be welcome there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they loved him. And... So he starts talking about shutting down schools. And the, and the beginning of it is him talking about social media, um, in, you know, with every, all these kids having smartphones and whatnot. And he says, look, a lot of the, uh, the health agencies that we relied on during COVID were also the same people that ignored a lot of what the data were showing when it comes to um, uh, smartphones, social media, and kids. Dr. Phil's been doing some truth-telling. Yeah, he did it all over the Rogan show. And uh, this is uh, a pretty astounding because the ladies on The View, they don't want to hear the truth of the matter. Oh, and okay. So I'll, it's a longer clip. We can start and stop as you please, but here, here we go. Uh, right. Again, leading into this, he's talking about how all these health agencies for years ignored uh, the data that show that smartphone and social media is not good for a kid's mental health. And then COVID hits 10 years later, and the same agencies that knew that are the agencies that shut down the schools for two years. 
Who does that? Who takes away the support system for these children? Who takes them away and shuts it down? And by the way, when they shut it down, they stopped the mandated reporters from being able to see children that were being abused and sexually molested and in fact sent them home and abandoned them to their abusers with no way to watch and referrals dropped 50 to 60 percent. So, there was also a yeah. pandemic yeah, going was, on they were trying to save They were trying lives. to save kids' well. lives. Remember, we know a lot of folks who died during this. So it wasn't, people weren't laying uh, what around the bond, but well, you know what? We're lucky. Maybe we're lucky they didn't because we kept them out of the, the the places that they could be sick because no one wanted to believe we had an issue. Are you saying no school children died of COVID? I'm saying it was the safest group. They were the less vulnerable group and they suffered and will suffer more from the mismanagement of COVID than they will from the exposure to COVID. And that's not an opinion, that's a fact. Well, I'm glad that they got the applause going there. Damn. Yeah. You know, these people, they will not come off a narrative. They will not come off a narrative no matter how dumb it is, no matter how many times they've been proved wrong. They continue to push the same nonsense they were pushing three years ago. 100%. It doesn't stop. That's astounding. They can't. They're, they've dug themselves so far in, they can't come out of it. No matter what, you lay in front of them and say, nope, this is a fact. Here's the truth. They don't care. And but how many lives do we save because of it? <laughs> doesn't matter i mean but they, they just just keep going i know it doesn't stop these are terrible people terrible people man i mean you, you, it goes i mean there's so many different layers well, to yeah. it then there was the vaccine and the vaccine being yes. pushed on like infants well look how quickly they just turned on him how oh, sure. dare he ever well, criticize dr he... fauci's wise decisions <laughs> how dare he I'm glad he is, man. They're still on it's, board, it's, though. I mean, it's amazing to well, me. Well, maybe we got lucky because we got him out of school and we saved him. Exactly. There's no science to back that up yeah. at all. Like in other countries that didn't do that, they're stacking up bodies like cordwood. Well, no, they're not. It's follow the science until it doesn't fit our narrative. Gosh dang, man. But, wow. you know, usually you can't just hang with it. You can go, well, you know right. what? We didn't know. We didn't know what we didn't know then. And people made some awful decisions. Sure. And, you can say you know, that. You can get by with that. But to stand steadfast <laughs> in that belief that they just espoused is ridiculous. It's going to be all right, man. I agree with you. Dr. Phil should have dropped a couple of F-bombs on him <laughs> right there. <laughs> okay, this other story about Hunter Biden. He is saying he needs to stay sober to save the United States. Yeah. What? Th this is pretty rich here okay so hunter biden the son of the president of course had a well-publicized well-known about uh drug addiction that led him into all sorts of trouble all sorts of hijinks and has now landed him into a federal courtroom um did an interview with axios and uh, they start off the story saying president biden privately has expressed worry that republicans daily attacks and the criminal prosecution of his son hunter are taking a toll on his family and could even lead hunter to relapse uh oh. hunter biden knows this he told axios in a rare interview that he sees his continued sobriety as crucial to not only his life but also to ensuring donald trump doesn't return to the oval office oh god <laughs> Yeah, I often do think about the profound consequences of failure here, says Hunter. Maybe it's the ultimate test for a recovering addict 
I have something much bigger than even myself at stake. We are in the middle of a fight for the future of democracy. Oh, my goodness. Let's pair him with Dr. Phil. No Let's kid. do that. Are you a drunk? <laughs> yeah, you got to call yourself an addict before you can, you know, get over it. I think he's done that. I think. Yeah. Does he truly believe his sobriety? I mean, democracy hangs on whether or not he goes back to smoke and crack again or not? I well, don't think so. And how do you correlate it, that? And it, and again, it, the the yes, all the stuff that he publicized himself, you know, yeah. and, and, and had on that laptop that in a stupor he left at some computer repair shop, all that stuff's embarrassing. And certainly, you know, people have had fun with it. But it's not just the addiction. If this guy was just a crack addict living large and and until it all came you know crumbling down around him it it might be politically embarrassing but there are also yeah. a lot of families who have had kids that fall into addiction it's the fact that this guy's running around smoking crack protected because oh, of yeah. who his dad is and also making piles of cash selling access to his dad that's the issue and then crappy paintings yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can you imagine Dr. Phil seeing that laptop <laughs> and reacting in front of him? Your behavior is atrocious. It needs to change. It needs to stop. It is not okay. <laughs> I want to see that. That would be fun. All right. <laughs> News update straight ahead. you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfer subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. For John's 60th birthday, his family planned to drive down Old Route 66. But the trip took a detour when his wife got sick with RSV. It's a highly contagious virus that can lead to breathing problems and hospitalizations. This year, we don't want to cancel our plans. We're protecting ourselves with Pfizer's RSV vaccine, Abrisvo, respiratory syncytial virus vaccine. Abrisvo, a vaccine to prevent lower respiratory disease from RSV in people 60 years and older. It's not for everyone and may not protect all who receive it. Don't get Abrisvo if you've had an allergic reaction to its ingredients. A weakened immune system may decrease your response. Most common side effects are tiredness, headache, injection site pain, and muscle pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-844-989-7284 or visit abrisvo.com. So don't wait. Ask your pharmacist or doctor about Pfizer's RSV vaccine of Brisvo, because every breath matters. Hey, the Mark 
Wesley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Martin, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. It is just so frustrating seeing uh, more updates on this guy who has been arrested for killing Lake and Riley, the young lady who is a nursing student in Georgia. Uh, the accused killer is Jose Antonio Ibarra, 26 years old, illegally here from Venezuela, and arrested last year in New York. Uh, charged with endangering a child immigration officials though by the time they got word of it uh learned that nypd and the city of new york had released him there was no attempt to reach out to immigration and customs enforcement and now uh, a young lady in georgia is dead how many times have we seen this someone here not only illegally but then has a record Mm -hmm. of violence and then does something even more horrific. My goodness, man, what does it take to get deported? I guess the, uh, I mean, it's just like getting fired from the Biden administration. This doesn't happen. Yeah, what, no. what, what, what do you have to do? Well, not nothing. Well, I mean, it won't happen. Maybe steal women's dresses because that's the only way they got that yeah. one guy fired. And luggage, yeah. I mean, think it wasn't that long ago. If you just put yourself back five years ago and ask the question, all right, someone's here illegally. Um, there's been some sort of violence. They they beat somebody up. There was an attack. There's drunk driving. There's theft. You would think, okay, that person's deported. They're out of here. And now it would be like breaking news if you actually saw it happen. Yeah. It's just insane. Did see this story on a lighter note. This 36-year-old woman, this happened in Ireland. She was in a car accident. This was like seven years ago. She was rear-ended and then filed a personal injury lawsuit for $825,000 because she had this disabled sort of condition. She had constant back and neck pain, so she couldn't work. Hmm. Like five years. Said couldn't play with her kids anymore. She couldn't carry out basic chores. Uh, She couldn't even take out the trash. So the case had been tied up for a while, okay? Because you feel bad. I mean, your life is altered. Yeah. And, you know, you were rear-ended. It wasn't your fault as far as the accident goes. But then some photo appeared from 2018, which was less than a year after the crash, that showed her participating in a Christmas tree throwing contest. Oh, wow. Well, 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 well. well. Mm. Hmm. You're actually picking up a tree and then heaving it as far as you can. said, hey. I might have looked happy in that photo, but I was in excruciating pain at the time. Okay. But, but throwing Christmas trees is my thing. It's my identity. I had to do it. Right. Or maybe she was just thinking, you know what? Yeah, it's pain, but I'm a gamer. Right. And I'm here to perform. I'm going to fight through it. It's Tony Romo playing with a broken rib, you know? With a punctured lung. It's crazy. <laughs> Against San Francisco. Yeah, but he wasn't, he wasn't getting disability from the government when no. he was out there doing it. <laughs> By the way, the judge didn't buy the case has been now thrown Get out. Get out. <laughs> Golly. Uh, I also saw this story, and I don't know what to trust or believe when it comes to, you know, any sort of medical story news, but sometimes you just see a headline and you want to believe it. Um, like six-pack abs for a dude. Yeah. That could actually lead to heart disease for men. Hmm. 
Maybe you don't want that after all. Well, that's what I'm trying to avoid. I had it once. Right. I don't want it again. You got to think about your health. That's why you that's, know I don't have it. a six pack. I I got a keg. All right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. This is University of California San Diego. Said so big abs could be bad. Okay. Uh, researchers found that as far as those really defined muscles, mm-hmm. sometimes it leads to well heart disease later on. We'll just leave it there. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. I didn't get to the second paragraph. <laughs> no, it's, it, it's disputed or whatever, but you just see yeah. the headline sometimes. You're like, see? Yeah. What, what is it? I'd have the six-pack, but, well, they said they did not find that in women. Oh. Only in men. Hmm. Which, as some people saying, well, that's certainly interesting. That's also the same thing with just because you, like, are big and muscular that always doesn't mean you are 100 percent healthy especially when you're talking about bodybuilding oh yeah those guys yeah because there is a lot of stress on the heart the gaining of weight and you know as much you're putting well that's a completely different thing of course that's bad for you yes 100 percent. all right we got to get to a news update and then you have your big three yep the sky robbins trifecta straight ahead right here Show. Thank you very much for being here. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. David Van Camp, the Millennial. Scott Robbins, he's the sexy boomer. You got another news update, David. I think this is just really funny. Um, watching uh, Dr. Phil on mm-hmm. The View uh, absolutely run into a buzzsaw of denial whenever he tells them the truth. It he's is, been telling the truth a lot lately. Yeah, so Dr. Phil went down to the border. Uh, check out what was going on there. Just try to get a sense of the the chaos and the uh, the 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 heartbreak that the Biden administration is allowing on its watch by design. Mm-hmm. And he talks about the unaccompanied minors, the children who come in, uh, and they have supposedly some contact somewhere in the interior of the United States. And a lot of times, those kids wind up trafficked. Or they're already trafficked, and then their sponsor is actually a pimp or somebody who's going to put them in a in a, a food packing facility or something like that, working for working for pennies. Mm-hmm. And the ladies on the View have a hard time understanding that that is something that happens as a result. So here here's him very calmly and patiently trying to explain the truth to these morons. The fact okay. I took away, I talked to the head of all the border guards down there, the, the head of the union. I asked him straight up, kids are coming over the border with numbers written on them, phone numbers and addresses. Mm-hmm. Do we check those out? He said, well, we call them. Is it possible that we're sending them into known prostitution rings or sweatshops? He said, it's not possible. It is absolute. We are using American tax dollars to ship children into known prostitution All and sweatshops. Some children. Well, who knows? Okay. We don't know. I said, are you? So, what kind of checking do they do? So, they, they call the number uh-huh, and, and say, "Do you know about this child?" They say, "Yes." 
will you receive them when they come? Yes. I said, is it possible that that's a prostitution ring? He said, we, we know enough to know that it, in a number of cases, it has turned out to be absolute sex ring. Mm -hmm. It has turned out to be an absolute sweatshop. I said, how is this possible? Well, what do they and he do said, then? it is happening. What do they do then if they know that that's happening? Where is the U.S. Attorney's Office? Where is the... Here's the Damn here's good the question. You have, to, you have to re-ask that question when we come okay. back. Okay. Okay. Is it just me? What is it with people on the left when you bring up kids being trafficked that there's just utter denial? Not like... Really, tell me more about that. I guess you got a little bit of that there, but you're, you're fighting against it. Well, how many? How do you, what, yeah, right. how do you know? But you remember the movie that came out last summer? Mm -hmm. And it was all just denial and attacking the people that made the movie or starred in the movie. Like, no, th this is happening. It has to take independent journalists to tell the story, but it's absolutely happening. And you're waiting because of all these things that have happened over time where you're saying, hey... This is going on. There are kids in the United States that are having these surgeries that mutilate their genitals. It's not happening. Where is that happening? It's not happening. And then you find out, well, it's the Children's Hospital in Boston, and it's Vanderbilt, and it's these other places. Well, it's, it's affirming is what it is. It should be happening. Mm -hmm. What? So it's a denial, and then, well, yes, it is, and it should. There's no crisis at the board. There's nobody coming in illegally. Well, it, we need them. It's a good thing. It's crazy to me. I'm glad he's on there making people aware of it. Yeah. Because you got to figure, if someone is watching The View, right? I mean, I would never watch it. I don't know how you could do it. But for that audience, not only are they familiar with Dr. Phil, you got to believe he has some level of credibility. Yeah. Well, and, they're, and he's telling them new news to them. Absolutely. Well, yeah, they don't know that. No. They don't. And I think, you know, the style that he has there is pretty effective. I mean, he doesn't want to go total Dr. Phil on him because then, he, you know, he might lose them, you could say. You Are know. you effing stupid? <laughs> you know, yeah, you I mean, know. that would be entertaining I for us. I got to hand it to him. He keeps his composure. Yes. Because, man, I don't know how many people that could do that with the onslaught of stupidity that you're fighting off by yourself. You got right. nowhere else to go on there. You're being attacked from all sides. Right. It would be hard not to be condescending. Oh, it and make, would. You know, yeah. goofy voices and stuff like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, do stuff like that. See, if you had done the goofy voice, I, that would have been awesome. Yeah, that one always gets me. That's pretty funny. Yeah. What are you, a moron? See, I could do this all day. It always entertains me. Things Dr. Phil should have said but didn't. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of them. See, that always kills me. All right, you ready for your big three, Scott? Yeah, let's do it. Here we go. Are you ready? It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, the Scott Robbins trifecta, helped by his hero. I'm Casey Kasem. Another weekend went by. I called, left it in a message on your machine. Believe me, I didn't want to go. I know, you should have told me that. I'm ready. Bunch of pizzas. I got to eat all by three. myself now. Okay. <laughs> Uh, number three, Ford is having more more trouble with their electric vehicles. Well, the, I don't know how many more signs we need, but this is yet another sign suggesting that maybe Joe Biden's efforts to blackmail the country into switching to electric is, in fact, failing. Wow. 
Right, exactly. Ford Motor Company has already significantly decreased the production of the F-150 Lightning Electric trucks. They did that earlier in the year, if you remember. Yeah. Now they have halted shipments of the trucks. A statement for the company claims the pause in shipments was uh, driven by an unspecified quality issue. Curious explanation, considering that they simultaneously resumed shipments of their gas-powered trucks. So what's really going on here? Could it be perhaps the dealers are saying, we don't want any more of these. We can't sell them. There, wow. There's that. And also they have, and this has been reported on a bunch of, you know, enthusiast blogs of, you know, owners of the uh, lightning trucks where they have a software update issue to where if your truck gets the wrong software update, it bricks it. You can't turn the car on. Dang. Oh, and no. There are people who have been trying different workarounds for it, and apparently there is one that you can do. Um, but there are people who go out into their truck, they think they're going to start up and go to work or wherever they're going to go for the day, and all they get is an error screen that says that, you know, you've got this error code, whatever. Uh, here's a phone number for a tow truck. <laughs> but don't you think the public should be made aware of this? I mean, they're still maintaining that, you know, it's just an issue with dealing with it without yeah. specifying what exactly it is. Yeah. I mean, you got places to be. Well, I mean, yeah. you got your job. And you're already trying to convince me to pay for something that's incredibly more expensive oh, than yeah. the already incredibly overexpensive F-150s. Those ain't cheap, buddy. No. Well, there's such a push to get the technology in advance in a hurry. People talked about the infrastructure for this stuff, too. That's oh, yeah. crazy, man. Now, on with the countdown. Scott Robbins, trifecta, the top three of the day. Two. Number two, uh, Ronna McDaniel, you're telling me, is stepping down as head of the Republican National Committee. Yeah, under a lot of pressure. She's, you know, I guess this losing streak will do that. She plans to leave on March the 8th, three days after Super Tuesday. She says, I've decided to step aside at our spring training. In March 8th in Houston to allow our nominee to select a chair of their choosing. That'll be Donald Trump, who didn't want her to begin with. The uh, RNC has historically undergone change once we have a nominee. And it's always been my intention to honor that tradition. I remain committed to winning back the White House and electing Republicans up and down the ballot. Now, she was also charged with very extravagant partying going on yeah. at the expense of the RNC in several oh. of the locations. Yes. Well, I just say... Trump lobbied for her pretty hard. Initially, yeah. And and again, I mean, he backed her up, like, within this year. But he's also stated he wants her out. Well, now, because he knows yeah. he's got enough people telling him that's a bad pick. He wants his daughter-in-law, uh, Laura, to be the replacement, by the way. We'll see how that goes. Well, yeah, and then there's a lot of people fighting about, you know, okay, should we be paying for Trump's legal bills? This is the RNC. Yeah. Now, that question comes up, and so the argument is, well, look at what it's done for Trump. All of a sudden, the polling flipped when <laughs> he started getting charged. Yeah, that's that's going to be a Good long thing. Good thing AT&T's not charged. That'd be $5 he'd give everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and the countdown continues. The Scott Robbins trifecta, the top three of the day. And finally, one. Number one, uh, Nassau County has banned men from competing in female sports. Yeah, Nassau County, uh, New York Executive Bruce Blackman signed an ex executive order Thursday that bars men from playing women's sports. It went into effect, by the way, immediately. 
This is believed to be the first ever such executive order. It applies to female competitive sports, not co-ed sports, or sports where females compete against males. The ban is uh, county-run, county-run facilities. It's crazy that an executive order like this had to be signed in the first place, but here we are. So kudos to Nassau County for leading the way. By the way, who's upset about it? Well, the usual suspects, the New York LGBT network, described the executive order as illegal. We are profoundly disappointed in Nassau County's executive board, Bruce Blankman's announcement of an executive order aimed at banning transgender athletes from participating in sports teams that align with their gender identity, said Dr. David Kilmick, the group's president. By the way, I don't know if you've noticed this on this story. Mm-hmm. And the left does this a lot. The LGBTQ plus community. Like it's all one voice. Right. Well, yeah. As far as what I can tell and what I understand, there are plenty in that community. Um, and it's not everybody, but say there are plenty of just gay men that are totally against the trans sports thing. Well, gay women too. The, the yeah. biological males in women's sports. There's a, it, they always do that. Like it's one big community and they all have the same thought. It's absolute nonsense. Uh, Blankman said, hey, man, I'm following the science here. It's got nothing to do with stopping anyone from identifying as they wish to do. They can identify as they want. The executive order is based on science, on biology. You saw Therefore, that basketball game last yes, week? Yes, of the course. Three girls get hurt. I mean, we've seen this play out in rugby, too. I mean, not in this country, but other countries. You saw the video. Yeah. Somebody's going to get hurt bad. Well, they went on to say it's just not safe. It's no. not safe. No. For men to play against women in competitive sports. Totally agree. No. And there you have it. Yes, Scott Robbins trifecta. Oh, real quick, we got to second here. Mentioned earlier, as a big Tom Petty fan, Scott, yeah. that there is a all-star country tribute to Tom Petty called yeah. Petty Country. Uh-huh. Country music celebration of Tom Petty, and it's got Laney Wilson and Chris Stapleton and George Strait, Dolly Parton, Winona Judd, different artists. There is a little taste. From Dirks Bentley on American Girl, if you want it. Okay. Does that mean yes? Yeah, let's hear it. You look sad. Not doing it? No. I like it. Well, you can buy it. <laughs> you said earlier you'd at least listen to it, you know, I, and there was a little taste. Okay. And you got the banjos in there just for texture, I guess. So. Okay. All right, we got to get to a news update. And Nimrods in the news straight ahead. K, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfer subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For John's 60th birthday, his family planned to drive down Old Route 66. But the trip took a detour when his wife got sick with RSV. It's a highly contagious virus that can lead to breathing problems and hospitalizations. This year, we don't want to cancel our plans. We're protecting ourselves with Pfizer's RSV vaccine, Abrisvo, respiratory syncytial virus vaccine. Abrisvo, a vaccine to prevent lower respiratory disease from RSV in people 60 years and older. It's not for everyone and may not protect all who receive it. Don't get Abrisvo if you've had an allergic reaction to its ingredients. A weakened immune system may decrease your response. Most common side effects are tiredness, headache, injection site pain, and muscle pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-844-989-7284 or visit abrisvo.com. So don't wait. Ask your pharmacist or doctor about Pfizer's RSV vaccine of Brisbo, because every breath matters. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. A lot of uncertainty out there, David. Uh, yeah, there is. I mean, you've always got the the Russia Ukraine stuff. You got China. You got Taiwan. What? I mean, who knows what's going to happen in the Middle East? And of course, on top of all of the concerns about any sort of war, you're wondering how is this potentially going to affect my savings and investments? Well, it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k. You do it. You put it into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help. As opposed to a lot of other investments, gold thrives in times of uncertainty and is an important part of diversifying your savings. Yeah, Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA. And gold doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. Simple, too. Just text MVCR to 989898 for a free information kit. They've got an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers. Let the pros at Birch Gold Group show you how easy it is to protect your finances through precious metals. Text MVCR to 989898 for that free info kit. Yeah, get started. MVCR 989898. Okay, David, news update. I thought this is kind of interesting. A new poll from Harvard University Center for American Political Studies and Harris X suggests that uh, Donald Trump is well-positioned to retake the White House this November. Uh Got a six-point lead nationally over Joe Biden. Wow. 48-42. The interesting thing here, too, is that uh, 36% uh, say that uh, they view him unfavorably. 30% say, yeah, view him favorably. And another 20% view him at least somewhat favorably. So he's like 50% at that point. Who would have thought that just a few years ago? I know. There were so many Republicans totally ticked off at him for a while. Yeah. Then you live with Biden as president for a while, and all of a sudden yeah. you're yearning for the good old days. No kidding. All right, time for Nimrod. Let's roll down. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrod's in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. 
All right. Nimrod's the news. You know, I've said it before. Support the police. That doesn't mean all cops are good cops. There's some bad ones. Sure. Like there isn't anything. Well, a 33-year-old police officer in Columbus, Mississippi, just lost her job because she was caught shoplifting while on duty. No, man. Robin Connor, yeah. Dang. Working and in uniform. She was allegedly walking out of a Dick's Sporting Goods with a $140 pair of shoes. Employees saw it, called 911. Robin's still in uniform when fellow officers got her into custody. And they said, yeah, this part probably stung a little. They took her to jail in her own police car. No. Well, man. He's familiar with it. Well, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, local official talking about it. We have a job to do. We held to a higher mm-hmm. standard. The community is just starting to trust us. And to take this gut punch really hurts. Uh, that's why we fulfilled our obligation, not only to the store, but to this community. Man, oh, man. That's the chief there. She's now out of a job facing charges for misdemeanor shoplifting. Dang. That, that's happened at Dick's Sporting Goods all over the place. Just insane amount of shoplifting. And that's Nimrod's in the news.